0: hello goblins we want to know more about you our listeners so we can try get some sponsorship to support our network and our creators we love podcasting and putting out content but it can be financially strenuous as we're sure many of you know head to cavegoblins.com slash survey and answer some quick questions to be in the draw to win a 20 dollar amazon gift card
1: uh what what do you know about audio engineering wise so
2: no you know, you're a not much very basic stuff like i have a uh, an Interface I almost forgot what it was called Just like a two Two uh, input Interface
1: Okay and That's, that's right. Like a mic and a uh, Keyboard or
2: something Yeah Or like whatever Yeah
1: Have you seen the OP1? Maybe It's this uh, I was thinking of getting Tyler one for a birthday When I saw some Some videos And then I looked it up To see how much it was And it was 15 grand Oh yeah it's Just like a little Synthesizer Oh I, nice I was uh, uh, hoping we could Talk about it a bit But
2: Oh, is that the one that, the really little one that's, like, white and yeah, has and the it, buttons on it? Yeah, it looks like it was designed by Stanley Kubrick or something. Yeah, yeah. Reggie Watts uses it. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, cool. I really wanted one, too, but, yeah, it's
1: so expensive. Someone was saying in a review there were 1000 bucks, but I could only find them for 15 Yeah. I wouldn't pay that much anyway. Like, I don't play anything.
2: Yeah. It'd be, I think it'd be convenient to have because it's so tiny. You can just, like, put it in your bag. What kind of uh, equipment do you have for your uh I have a guitar which is uh, a Telecaster like a semi hollow body Telecaster and I have a synth called uh what's it called a MoFo it's okay like a yellow synth uh is that an acronym uh I don't know maybe
1: all right <laughs> maybe I should introduce you oh sure have we started uh, I guess so. I mean, that was that was maybe good content. We'll, we'll see how we'll much see. I have to trim at the end. Yeah, okay. Over a hill and under a misty mountain, deep within the unceded Musqueam territory of Vancouver, British Columbia, I'm Doug Vandalay with another episode of Comedy Zeitgeist. You can follow the show on Twitter at Comedy Zeitgeist and bug me at Doug Vandalay. Hello to everybody listening on CITR 101.9 here for the first 30 min- minutes of the show. Douglas says hello to this gangly student. I'm joined today by Martin Bayliss. Hello. How's it going, Martin? I'm the gangly student. I'm hoping that's the, there's not another Martin Bayless on IMDb. No, I don't think so. Okay, because that was credited for your... Uh, is it Richard Says Goodbye? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. That's, that's a weight off my shoulders. You're
2: part of the Blind Tiger house team Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you tell us a bit about that? Uh, it's an improv house team. Uh, there's three of them. The other ones are Sizzlack and Dr. Cousins. And we do a show the first Friday of every month. And uh, we do a different form every month. And it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of good fun. Who else is in that group? Raquel Belmonte, Stacy McLaughlin, Amy Prouty, Malcolm McLeod, myself. Directed by Taz Van Rassel of the Sunday Service. Why, why, is, the, uh, why is the group called Reynolds? Uh, Malcolm was talking about Edgar Allan Poe one day. And uh, apparently when he died, he shouted Reynolds because it was like his assistant's name or something like that. Right. And uh, we were really struggling to find a group name. So we're like, okay, let's just be called Reynolds. It's very, it's pretty unexciting. That's how it went.
1: You're in some other groups as well. Uh, I first saw you on stage uh, with Carmela doing sketch comedy. Mm-hmm. My, I might say you got one of the best Seinfeld impressions i've ever heard oh thank you it's uh hard for people to i usually say do a non-exasperated seinfeld yeah and you managed
2: to do that like him not
1: not freaking out Not freaking out like doing a freaked freaked out seinfeld is pretty easy but yeah yeah totally But just
2: him like speaking normally yeah oh that's very nice
1: and i couldn't tell the difference between you and kj apa either oh that's good on stage just
2: like it's the wig separated at birth yeah I did an audition once, and there was a guy there that looked exactly like him. I was like, "Yo, did you like audition for Riverdale?" He's like, "No, no." I'm like, "Oh man, you." He was. I was just offered the role. Yeah, you, you totally could have gotten it. It's like, no, I, I don't even know what that is. Like, really? Was this at an audition? Yeah. What for? Uh, it was like, like a Hallmark Christmas movie. It was uh, it was very weird. Was Daniel Chai
1: in that one? I don't know. 'Cause I think we talked about a Hallmark Christmas movie with him as well. There's did you so did you many. get the pod? No, I didn't. What, was it a sort of Gangly Elf four or something?
2: No. That I, I would have gotten that yeah. for sure. It was like uh like the lead character's friend. He's like, You gotta go for it, man. You gotta you gotta marry her and he's like, you know, convincing him. It was very weird. It was Have awkward. you since seen the movie? No, no, I don't. I, I haven't. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's so many, I think it'd be impossible to find. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what it was called. Like, they don't, it didn't say what it was called.
1: Have you ever seen those weird stop motion Christmas movies that are like a big staple in America?
2: Yeah. Like uh, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer?
1: Yeah. Stuff like that. We saw a really weird one over Christmas last year uh, where the story was basically Santa had gout so he wouldn't, <laughs> didn't want to go out and do christmas oh my god so the elves were going around and trying to i don't know get these people to uh get santa back into the christmas spirit and they had to go convince the snow miser and the heat miser which were these these sort of uh malicious gods of cold and heat oh i don't know do you remember anything else about it talia
0: yeah, so they lived in the south where it was hot, and they thought the only way...
1: Oh, that's right. Or was said New Orleans. To convince wow.
0: Santa to go out is to make a miracle happen, which was to snow.
1: To snow in New Orleans. Yeah. Santa lived actually- in New Orleans? No, he lived in the North Pole. Uh-huh. But... Gout and a crinkly back. The cold weather was bad. He probably had arthritis as well. Like oh, no. they were just trying to make a miracle happen. So he would go out and deliver presents. Well, I think all gout is arthritis, but not all arthritis is gout. Yeah. 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 I don't even know I what gout really is. Highly recommend it. Gout is a build up of of uh calcium crystals in the joint of your big toe. Oh. Yeah. I'm really worried that I have it. Oh no. Um. Talia says I don't you have try it. Don't have it. But uh, because it's usually. As a result of a lot of drinking or a bad diet, of which I only have a moderate of both. Mm -hmm. And I'm uh, 28, so who knows? Yeah. Uh, Stranger things have happened. I mean, I'd suggest getting it checked out. Yeah, I've I've been meaning to. It's one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. What if I have gout? What then? What then? Could I even keep doing this show? Probably not.
0: We'd have to get it to snow in Vancouver again. (laughs) It is. It's
1: snowing today. It it is snowing today in Vancouver. First time. Let's get you a mic, Talia. It, uh, just bring it, bring it over in case you need to chime in again. It yeah. can't hurt. It'd <laughs> Be go. easier to edit around. We can turn it on too. But oh, there we go. Nice, nice. You're also part of sketch group. Proud of you. Uh yeah, I don't think we're a group anymore. Though. Oh, n- not anymore. Yeah, no. Oh okay.
2: Uh, yeah, what yeah, happened actually. there? We uh, we just kind of got busy with other things, and we're like, it just kind of dominoed. Everyone's like, yeah, I think I'm done. I'm like, yeah, me too. Are you in any other sketch groups? No, I don't think so. No,
1: no, I'm not. Any plans to get back into sketch in a group
2: format? Um, No plans, but I'd like to. I like doing it, for sure. I think you do a fair amount
1: of solo sketches as well mm-hmm. online. You had that uh, that short film that I, I must admit I laughed out loud at. Uh, what's it
2: called here? This book, though? Oh, this book, though. Yeah. Yes, That's the Harry great. Potter parody. Oh, that—that's what it was. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's about time, right? Yeah. That movie only came out in two thousand two. Well, someone needs to take it
1: down a notch. Yeah, right. And I think you did that pretty aptly. Have you seen that one, Talia? Appreciate
2: that.
0: I have not. All right,
1: but we'll I will. I will watch it. Check it link, out. Link it in we'll the notes. We'll link it in the show notes. I'll
0: head to our website. Yeah, yes. I'll,
1: I'll embed it on the website. Uh, so we were talking just before the show uh, that you're doing Sunday service tonight. Mm-hmm. How long have you been a part of? group?
2: Mm, They've asked me to be the guest piano player for like just over a year now. Oh, you're headhunted? Yeah, yeah, I'm headhunted.
1: You're like a Silicon Valley programmer? I
2: guess so. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. It's very nice that they asked me to do it.
1: I haven't seen the Sunday service myself. Oh, really? Are you basic? Is it part of, when you do the music, is it part of sketches or the sort of
2: background yeah, like I'm like scoring scenes and then sometimes they do a game called Sounds Like a Rock Opera where they'll say like a line of dialogue and the audience will shout Sounds like a rock opera and then they'll have to sing a song and then I'll play music for that. And you improvise the music? Mm hmm. Do you find yourself falling into uh patterns of existing songs? Uh no. I fall into patterns of just like doing the same kinda chord progressions over and over again it's sort
1: of just funny chords well
2: know? no just like very simple because it's just to make it easy for people to sing to and like easy for myself to play along. because like i'm i I'm just self-taught so I don't really know piano that well so
1: how long have you been doing it
2: uh playing piano yeah uh I think I started when I was like 16 or something it's like can I
1: ask how old you are now 27 so we've got nine years on there On the piano? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So you're also a musician. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Could you tell us about your music style? My music style? Yes. Um, Genre, even? uh, Drummer? Is that what you said?
2: Drummer? Genre. Oh, genre. Yes. Uh, I I, I butchered the G. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. I wasn't looking at you for a second. I was like, what? It's like electronic music With uh, vocals sometimes, but lately I've just been kind of making instrumental kind of stuff. Um, Yeah, pretty Radiohead-ish.
1: Radiohead-ish? Yeah. What do you enjoy more, the
2: uh, comedy or the music? Uh, It's hard to say, because I I usually make music by myself, which I enjoy, but comedy is more of a social thing. Uh, I do more comedy. That music I think Although Sunday service now I guess I do more music Maybe but I like both I've been doing Music for longer for sure
1: You ever do comedy songs
2: Yeah I did one Hero show bit where I did Sleep country like the Canadian Version of sleep country Canada You know the the jingle I don't it goes sleep country Canada why Buy a mattress anywhere else And then it's, it's very short yeah, but then I, I did like the USA version of it and it's just like way longer and like goes on a bunch of tangents And so I guess yeah, I, I did that once. Do
1: you have that one online anywhere?
2: No, I only did it the one time. All right, but maybe maybe I'll put it up. Yeah. Keep keep your eye out for that one. Yeah
1: Uh, does your music influence your comedy at all or vice versa?
2: Mm. Yeah, I think there's like I think music is funny like it can be really funny like, I don't know. Musicians playing seriously is really funny sometimes. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I find drums really funny.
1: Yeah, like uh, why. Phil Collins.
2: Yeah, he's funny.
1: Yeah, he's a funny guy. <laughs> or, like, Wait, explain. What do you mean by drums being funny? Uh, the sound of them? Or the act of playing them?
2: I don't know. I had, like, I made a joke band when I was. You, in high school and like i just like made these really intense like tech metal songs like on the computer yeah that were just like w- it would be impossible for a human to play
1: dragon force sort of stuff yeah
2: exactly and just and like me and my friends like made a whole backstory about this band that were just like the best band ever and like they're just so tight and but it was like the joke was that it was all improvised and they're just like riffing on each other but it's yeah. just like would be impossible to do i don't know. i find that really funny and like just one person who's a shaker player that's just like the best shaker player in the world just like always perfectly on time you
1: know yeah do you ever get into metalocalypse
2: no i haven't watched it
1: i think you'd like it it's uh a lot of those sort of themes it's mm-hmm. um uh you familiar with brendan small
2: uh no
1: do you listen to much comedy bang bang
2: yeah a little bit
1: he's tiny and victor okay if you know those recurring characters
2: is he based on the character in uh home movies? Is that character's name Brendan Small? I think Brendan Small maybe made that. No? Yeah.
1: Uh I don't know. I I'm maybe way off uh, base.
2: John Benjamin voices it. I don't know if he made it or not.
1: That's the one where he's Coach McGill, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think Brendan Small might have been involved. Brendan.
2: That's my impression. Of that him.
1: was that was good. Brendan. <laughs> yeah. Uh
2: <laughs> do you can you can you
1: go further with with john benjamin
2: uh probably not i All don't right. know well that was pretty good brendan what else does he say
1: what does a conversation between uh john benjamin and jerry seinfeld sound like well
2: <laughs> probably chaos
1: Absolute chaos yeah. we won't get into it today
2: <laughs> maybe later
1: maybe later we'll see yeah probably not though where were we we were on a tangent brendan small uh so Metalocalypse uh is fantastic i highly recommend it okay part of what makes it good is the music is also really good Mm -hmm. because brendan small is also a very talented musician Mm -hmm. all of the uh characters in this in this fictional band are based off real uh characters in the metal world right so like the the main character nathan explosion is based off corpse grinder from cannibal corpse Uh, i don't know if you're into metal at all
2: not really, but...
1: It's not a prerequisite to be into the show.
2: Yeah. Well, that's another thing, like... Yeah. There's this one... Do you know Opeth? Yeah. They're, one of
1: the characters is based off... Uh, what's he called from Opeth? He,
2: I, I don't know them very well.
1: I like them a lot.
2: Yeah. They have one song that I find super funny. I don't know why, but it's just... Is it Goblin? No, it's Deliverance. Do you know that song?
1: I don't. Uh, I probably should. I'll be talking about their album on another podcast. Yeah. One of their
2: albums. But that song, there's just one riff that just goes on for like a really long time at the end, and it's just like one note, but it just goes on for so long, and me and my friends just find it It r- could be really that, it's, that
1: it's intentionally funny. I know that Opeth I don't know. likes to mess with their fans. Yeah. But... All the
2: comments are like, oh man, the second half of the song is so good, like puts you in a trance, but I just find it hilarious. I don't know. <laughs> had to listen to it. Yeah. It makes me laugh really hard and I I really don't know why. What's the funniest song that is
1: not supposed to be funny?
2: Right now it's that. Like I will yeah. intentionally listen to it just to laugh.
1: And what th- what's the least funny song that's supposed to be funny?
2: Mm. There's probably a lot. Yeah. That's like that's why like when I first started doing comedy I didn't want to do funny like songs. Like, parody songs, really. Or, like, not even parody, but, like, joke songs. I stayed away from it for some reason. I think because it could be bad. Yeah. And it usually is. I don't know.
0: I think uh, what
1: makes the funniest uh, comedy songs are when they're legitimately good songs. Mm-hmm. Or they're a parody of a style done really well. It's why yeah. Lonely Island is so strong. And yeah. And why Flight of the Concords is so strong. Totally. And, like, Reggie Watts. Like Absolutely. Imitating
2: genres super well yeah he's just amazing yeah yeah i kind of wish i picked him for my i was told that once frost cricket was a humble prefect of the celestial city but when wanderlust whispered her name she left to travel the earth on foot her journeys inspired many stories and those stories inspired other stories some idiot wrote them all down and ever since fools have been telling and retelling the Tales of Frost cricket. Hear them all on the Cave Goblin Network.
1: Before the show, I asked Martin about a comedic influence to talk about today, and he came back with Bill Hader. So what does Bill Hader mean to you?
2: Well, you know, it was difficult to pick a person because there's so many good people. It was between him, Nathan Fielder, and Larry David.
1: All people I'd love to talk
2: about. Yeah, yeah, totally. I thought Bill Hader was like the least obvious one, maybe. Yeah. And uh, but I really like him a lot. I, I watched an interview with him before I started doing improv. And he was just talking about like living in L.A. and like working as a P.A. and not doing anything creative. And then he decided to take improv classes on the weekends and then joined Second City and all that. And that really inspired me to do the same.
1: How long have you been doing improv?
2: Mm, four years, four or five years. Cool. Five, yeah, I think.
1: Five. Well, it seems like you've been doing it a lot longer. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, thanks. You, you could even tell people it's been like I've been doing it 10 years, my whole life, or even shorter, to be more impressive. Yeah. It's like, I, I just finished Intro 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Been doing it for six months.
1: <laughs> Where did you uh, first come into contact with uh,
2: Bill Hader's work? Um, It was when he first joined SNL. Uh, I remember just watching it with my mom. And uh, it was Vincent Price. He did like a Vincent Price sketch. Yeah. It was super funny. And it's just like, oh man, that guy's like the funniest guy.
1: I remember, um, yeah, seeing him on SNL a lot, but him really coming onto my radar as one of my favorites when he was in Hot Rod.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah, I know him more for his movies. Like, I haven't seen a whole lot of him on SNL. Just like, yeah, most of the The famous sketches
1: and things. Mm hmm. Oh, I did right before we move on from SNL. Is he became the impressions guy, hoping to fill a utility player role like his hero Phil Hartman?
2: Yep. that was another thing that influenced me because uh, another interview, he's like trying to figure out his place in SNL. He's like, "What's my what's my role in like the A team?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm the impression guy. Like that's that's what I can do." I was like, I kind of related to that because I like doing impressions, and like I haven't done a whole lot in sketch. Like I've done a few. Yeah. But I always felt like that was a strong suit of mine as well. So that uh, that was an influence for sure.
1: Was he on at the same time
2: as Fallon? Mm-hmm. Was he? I think he was after, just after. He might have been. I don't know. Yeah, because he was an impressions guy as well, obviously. Yeah, they were kind of the same. But they had different roles. Hmm. No, Fallon was on like pretty early. He was on with like, Will Ferrell and yeah, people like that. I know he was on the same
1: time as Tina Fey. Mm
2: -hmm. But
1: we're not talking about either of them. So he was easily the best part of Hot Rod, I think. Very funny, yeah. I read that the story his character in Hot Rod tells about tripping on acid and getting a piece of metal stuck in his eye actually happened to one of his friends, Mm -hmm. who he then took to watch the film. Yeah, and then he was like,
2: oh, that's so weird, that happened to me once. He's like, dude, it was based on you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Uh, Lead voice role in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. I I thought... uh, I bring that up because that's the same studio that made Into the Spider Verse, oh. and uh, Cloudy is one of the more slept-on hits. I think. Mm. I mean, yeah. it was very popular at the time, but people see it as just a kids movie. But it's it's a classic.
2: It's really funny. Yeah, it's
1: really good. He really flexes his voice acting in that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What are, what other kind of voice acting roles he had? He's in he's fear in uh, Inside Out.
2: Yeah. Great movie.
1: Yeah, I like that one a lot too. I watched that on a. Uh, we have this phenomenon in Perth bali dvds mm. which is before everyone torrented mm-hmm. uh, before everyone streamed people would go to bali indonesia and you could get like 10 dvds for a dollar or mm. you could get like basically if you would wanted to spend 10 bucks you could get uh like 200 dvds well, so people would come back with bali dvds and yeah they, they would be a varying quality mm-hmm. and the end of this inside out like just before the climax at the end of the film you see a an usher come in and kick the person out of the theater. <laughs> you don't see the end of it. And that was how I, I first saw that movie. Oh, man. But yeah, Bali DVDs, I have a lot of them back in Australia. Yeah. I don't know why they're not just in the bin. They're not necessary anymore.
2: Yeah, it's true.
1: But they're still afloat, those stores. I went to Bali 2017. They're still there. I don't know how they're hanging on. They must sell other things.
2: Yeah. I mean, computers don't even have disc players anymore.
1: That's true. They don't. Yeah. That one does, but it's very big. Yeah, Inside Out, Skeleton Twins, I liked, but I can't remember it at all. I
2: don't really remember
1: it either. It's one of the more art house ones, I think.
2: Yeah, I remember liking it. And
1: uh, The Brothers Solomon with Will Forte.
2: I did not see that movie. Same sort of
1: vein. Yeah, he was. And I I also uh, can't remember that, which is just great content for us right now. Yeah. He was also, and I didn't know this until doing this research, but he was the voice, the voiceover in Scott Pilgrim. That would yeah. announce yeah, yeah. The, the, the evil X's and the fights mm-hmm. and things. He does a lot of like random voice
2: stuff like that. Like he was BB-8 in Star Wars, apparently.
1: I thought that was Ben Schwartz or is that just a comedy bang main joke?
2: Uh, maybe Ben Schwartz did the, the Star Wars after that. I don't know.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to look that up after. Yeah. And then he was also
2: like a ship in Star Trek or something like that.
1: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. In one of the J.J. Abrams Star Treks? Yeah.
2: Cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, Scott Pilgrim, also one of the most slept on hits of all time. So good. Yeah. It's it's a real shame. Like, I would have loved that to be seven movies, but yeah. I mean, I guess it being condensed is part of it.
2: Yeah, I, I kind of like that it's one thing. Like, it's just one perfect thing. I, I watched think it so many times. Same director
1: as Speed Racer, another slept on movie?
2: Uh, Same director?
1: I think so. That's why the style is so crazy. No, and, the, Speed Racer
2: was... uh. The Wachowskis, right? Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Oh, I usually don't like what they make, mm-hmm. but uh, I loved Speed Racer.
2: I heard it's really good. I watched I,
1: it twice in cinemas.
2: Yeah, yeah. I heard, yeah, it's a it's a pretty divisive movie. Is that did I use that correctly? I like, think so. A lot of it's people don't like it.
1: Really interesting cinematography styles in it. Like they they do a lot of uh, almost two D parallax in it. Yeah, like it's a cartoon. Like they'll cut the characters onto Different frames and then put them in front and behind each other, yeah, yeah. moving, which looks really crazy.
2: Right. Anyway, it's really fun. Like Snow White. That's
1: yeah, like how Snow, they White. Did Snow White. Yeah, it was in Parallax was invented by Disney. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good document mini doc you can watch on YouTube about it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then yeah, Scott Pilgrim was uh, Edgar Wright.
1: That's right. There's some Parallax in that too, I think.
2: Yeah, there's yeah. gotta be like, when the background's all weird, and he's like. something like that something like that
1: talia have you seen uh scott pilgrim
0: yes i have (laughs) seen it (laughs) i
1: don't know if you had to turn on the mic for that but yes yes i have voice of god
0: i I, I liked it i watched it before you lent me the comic books i didn't know that it was based on a comic book i just thought it was a cool style of movie and then someone told me it was
1: excellent comic series have you read it i have not i heard it's really good it's very good yeah this is cool that I read. He's set to play the adult Richie Tozier in It Chapter 2. I don't even know what that is. Did you watch It last no. year? Oh, so- yeah. No, I didn't watch it, but I did. I so he's the grown-up Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. Yeah, Which I'm really excited for that one. I thought It was one of the best films of 2017. Hmm. I think that's the right year. I think so. It's hard to tell.
2: Yeah. I didn't see it. I don't like scary movies. It's quite scary yeah, as well. I don't like that. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I really want to see Sus- I started watching Suspiria just cuz Tom York did the score for it. Yeah. I don't want to get scared though. I I didn't finish it. But it wasn't it wasn't really that scary.
1: I used to be really scared of horror movies. Like I'd watch one and then I was scared of the dark for 2 weeks. Yeah. Like well into my 20s. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And then I had a therapy session about that. They're um, like,
2: And they fixed yeah, me.
1: I'm not scared of horror movies anymore, except oh, Hereditary. Really? That fucked me up.
2: Mm. Yeah, I really wanted to see that, but I was like, there's no way I'll Cause see I was
1: it. Because so curi- I get so curious about horror movies. I love the uh, suspense and twists. Mm-hmm. And they usually just have the best mysteries of any movies. Yeah, totally. But, yeah, being That's scared, fun. not so good. How did you get fixed? I talk about drug use on this show, right? I can, can talk, talk about, about this. It. Yeah. So I, in that same session, it was after I'd had like a sort of a nervous breakdown and I was getting better and some of my friends had some acid and wanted to go do it on this farm. And I said like, historically, I really enjoyed doing acid and I'd like to go do it with my friends. Do you think that's okay? To mm-hmm. my therapist. Because mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't even drinking at the time. I'd been having like fugue states and things. I'd stopped driving.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, she said that if it was legal to do so she would have encouraged it which is the same as saying she encourages it yeah and she told me some exercises to do while i'm on acid to help with like my anxiety and fear mm. and so we're tripping and we're on this farm and we're cooking some dino nuggets and uh what are those they're chicken nuggets in the shape of dinosaurs oh yeah okay yeah you have them here i've had them yeah here. yeah yeah for i sure. think i have no, some in my freezer dogs. Yeah, well, technically, a chicken is, like, a raptor, right? They're descendants of the Utah raptor, I think.
2: It makes sense. Yeah,
1: it's basically a a dinosaur nugget. Yeah. I don't see any difference, so, uh...
2: (laughs) I don't see anything wrong with it.
1: Someone said to me, like, Oh, go go and find Matt and Dino. Uh, they're off, like, in the woods. Wait, someone named Dino was eating dino nuggets? (laughs) Yeah, I never thought (laughs) of that before. Yeah, Dino. Nice. Dino Martino. Uh... I can't remember. Wait a second. That's not his actual name. Dino Martino. Yeah, Dean oh. Martin. Who oh, was wow. that? No, it was a, some, some cool. guy. Yeah, very. Uh, it was, I was hanging out with uh, Humphrey Bogart, Dean Martin, Holy and uh, Frank Sinatra. Like, Unfortunately, uh, the whole rat pack wasn't there.
2: Like, Come do this acid. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, they peer pressured
1: yeah. me into it. But I went to go find them, and I was following their voices. And I don't know if you've ever done acid before or if you want to talk about it on air, but yeah. uh, auditory hallucinations are a lot more common than visual hallucinations okay so i was following voices that weren't there Mm -hmm. and i went really deep into the woods and it got dark and um i was next to this lake that usually if i was there sober next to this lake lost in the woods i would have been terrified Mm -hmm. but i mean acid was can be prescribed to people to remove fear of death when they're on their deathbed and so i just had no fear at all and i was thinking if i saw a monster come out of that lake that'd be pretty cool Mm because I would see something supernatural, and I could probably run away, Mm -hmm. and I'd be fine, and I'd see this thing. And since then, up until Hereditary, I wasn't scared of horror movies anymore, because I just started... It's just like, well, it's not going to kill me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, that's amazing. I feel like I'd be the exact opposite.
1: That's what I would have thought if someone told me that. Yeah. But it worked. Huh. At the time. It was like rationalizing, and I was able to think logically about it. Yeah. Because of my altered state, but I found my way yeah. back, and Dean and Matt were already there, and we'd burnt the dino dino nuggets, which is a tragic <laughs> end to the story.
2: Oh no! Well, I guess I gotta go do acid.
1: Yeah, give, give that a shot. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hater had been a creative consultant. Yeah, approval. give it a shot. <laughs> Just... Yeah, we're sponsored by Big Pharma, actually, so right. I can't talk about that. Oh, sorry, I should say. Um, Try Big Pharma today. There you go. Hayter has been a creative <laughs> consultant and producer on South Park since the show's 12th season. His involvement in the series stems from his friendship with Matt Stone. The two held a similar sense of humor, and Hayter began going on writer's retreats with the staff. I remember that was when they had, from season 12 onwards, that's when they had this sort of up again after one of their troughs mm. in South Park. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to learn that he was one of the one of the writers on there.
2: Yeah, that's just a... It's just a cool, fun fact. Yeah, it's like one of the best shows ever.
1: Yeah, it is. It'd be interesting to see what they do when they come back. It's just like reality, stranger than fiction, at mm-hmm. the moment.
0: I think season twelve of South Park is also when they start to sort of have more of a storyline that goes through every episode. Yeah, like I a, think that might have been then. So used to be able to just yeah. watch any episode. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he was involved with that.
2: Maybe. Well, he they did a documentary about making one episode. Yeah. So there's like a lot of footage of them like writing and it's mostly Bill Hader like just sitting there laughing while (laughs) Trey and Matt just go on tangents.
1: Is that the same documentary where they go in, they basically start the process, like the week of release? Yeah. And just rush towards the finish line every week? Yeah, exactly. I think they did the same sort
2: of thing on Seinfeld. Hmm. Um, I believe it. That's when Jerry got into TM. TM. Yeah, transcendental meditation. I don't know about this. That's how that's how he kept going. Apparently, he would uh, he'd meditate.
1: I just assumed cocaine. But no. he, he actually strikes me as kind of a sober guy.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah, um, yeah. There's like a video of him at like David Lynch's. Like he has these TM events. I don't know what they are.
1: That sounds fun. I want to learn more about this. Yeah. Do you know more about this?
2: Uh, about david lynch's tm events yeah not really but jerry seinfeld was like speaking at it which was very weird i don't know just seeing him talk about meditation that is weird it's great I <laughs> it's so good it really chills
1: you out yeah i can only imagine him speaking about coffee and cars these days yeah yeah i wish that show was good yeah <laughs> I, I think when Brett said a similar thing, we had him in here. we just finished watching an episode, and he was, was like, why?
0: He apologized. He said, I'm sorry. <laughs> Brett
1: put it on? No, no, just we had been watching it while we were waiting for Brett. Oh, I see. He was just sorry to hear. <laughs> to hear that we'd watch been watching it. it. Oh, I'm
2: so sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. 2013, to replace Robert Downey Jr. as the voice of Mr. Peanut, the Peanut mascot for, what is it, Morris Nuts? No, that's an Australian thing. Wait a second. You know Mr. Peanut with the... Uh,
2: yeah, the monocle.
1: Mm, he's the voice of Mr. Peanut. He, uh,
2: what about... You said Robert Downey Jr.
1: Was was Mr. Peanut before that, but now he's oh. an Iron Man, you see? Oh. So you can't be both Iron Man and Mr. Peanut. It's just greedy.
2: I didn't know he had a voice. I didn't either. Robert Downey Jr. It. No, no, Mr. Peanut. Huh. Yeah. There you go.
1: Oh, that, yeah, and he has a severe peanut allergy. Mm. Yes, that's true. Yeah, and uh, so that's, that's a bit of irony for you mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. on your on your Wednesday evening when you're listening to this.
2: Do you have any allergies?
1: I do, actually. And uh, I thought I didn't for a really long time, like 25 years. Mm. And then I was in the doctor and uh, I can't remember what came up, but we were talking about my breathing. And I was like, yeah, but I, I struggle to breathe like when I'm in bed, which is normal.
2: Mm-hmm. And he said, that's not normal. And
1: yeah. I found out I was allergic to cats. Mm. Uh, then I found out I had hay fever. <laughs> Why um, did you
2: think it was normal to not be able to breathe? Because it was bed? just all the, my whole it life. Just, yeah, I'm used to it.
1: It's like when you get glasses at a later age, and you're like, "Oh, I didn't yeah. know you're supposed to be able to see leaves on trees." Yeah, that's true. You just it just never came up. Mm-hmm. No one ever said you're not supposed to. I never brought it up. Right. I just thought I, it was hard to breathe when you're in bed.
2: I guess that is a pretty common thing, like sleep apnea and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then it got way better. I now take uh, antihistamines all fucking day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also allergic to tequila. Oh. Uh, I used to think tequila made me angry, mm-hmm. but what it does is gives me hives and like inflates my face and mm. makes me itchy. Right. Uh, I'm also allergic to walnuts. I found out a few weeks ago. Sure. <laughs> Cuz I said to Talia, "Oh, don't you hate when you eat walnuts and the roof of your mouth starts to itch and hurt?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> Another common thing. Yeah. I thought it I was gotta and stop I love walnuts before bed. I
1: love walnuts. <laughs> But then I had I, uh, had this salad at work the other day, and I didn't know the place had introduced walnuts to it, and I ate a bunch of walnuts. Oh, my God. And then I couldn't really breathe very well, so oh no. it's a mi- milder an- anaphylactic yes. shock. I don't know. So I'm, I used to be proud of being allergic to nothing, but I found out that I'm allergic to many, many things.
2: Quite a few things. <laughs> How about you? More Are you allergic to things? No, not really. Like pollen. pollen. Pollen sometimes in the summer. You strike
1: me as a hay fever kind of guy.
2: Yeah, yeah, I might be allergic to alcohol, like I get red sometimes Maybe it's tequila, maybe it's agave I don't really drink tequila, like if I drink wine, I'll get really red But that's common, right? I don't know Who knows? I don't know,
1: I don't know if I was ever tested for allergies as a child But I don't yeah. I don't think I have any life-threatening allergies
2: No, me neither Yeah, that's good Yeah
1: uh, We're both harder to kill <laughs> <laughs> What are you working on right now?
2: uh what am i working on right now a friend of mine made a movie or shot a movie in the summer and i'm doing the score for it right now uh it's a movie called four walls so i've been kind of tinkering with that is Um, that a a feature mm mm-hmm yeah feature house team been thinking about doing stand-up sometime soon so i've been kind of writing some jokes cool Trying to write jokes. Yeah. Uh,
1: Do you have like a foot in the door with stand-up? Or are you going to have to start at open mics like everybody else?
2: I'll probably do open mics first. Yeah. And then if I'm really feeling it, then I could ask some people to be on their show. But I think I'd like to do an open mic first.
1: Yeah, just test the waters. Mm Hmm. Uh, Is there anything that you'd like to plug?
2: Sunday service every Sunday. Uh, I'm there sometimes uh you should check it out you should go see them
1: yeah i should i've been meaning to i guess the whole time i've been here and it just
2: hasn't happened hey what are you doing tonight let's go are we doing
1: anything tonight you want to go to the sunday service all right we'll go tonight you're coming tonight yeah cool there you go great i'll Uh, put you on the guest list oh really yeah well thank you yeah and thanks so much for coming today yes thank you fun conversation yes Thanks for listening, everybody. Be sure to follow us on all social media at Cave Goblins and check out what we're doing over on CaveGoblins.com. Please rate and review the show on iTunes. It's absolutely the best way to support the show at no cost. You can find this podcast on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and everywhere you listen. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at ComedyZeitgeist. I'm Doug Vanderlei. See you next time.